It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, not joined by Ryan Davey. He gets a much-deserved week off. He is in the process of moving. He's also a 40-year-old man now. So we have given him a little time to recover from that. Also, he's not a big beer guy. I believe he says when he drinks beer, he gets a rum-rum in his tum-tum, which leads to a problem out his bum-bum. So we are not going to have Davey on, but I have three beer experts along with me. Uh, let's start right to my right. If you're watching this on the YouTube, that would be our buddy Josh Deering from Idle Hands. Josh, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Keith. It's so good to make the return to hashtag Dork. It's been way too long. Josh did a million of these. If you were a longtime listener of hashtag Dork before the move to WEI, Josh and I did a million TV related. We talked about shows like Arrow and The Flash, The Water CW. Lot of CW. Oh wow! So like a lot of shows where you really needed some like heavy strength four seam and splitter to get through. Correct. That's, <laughs> That's correct. correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Of, uh, JD, what are you drinking right now? I'm drinking. Uh, you know, sticking with the Idle Hands family. I'm drinking a lovely Gretel Pilsner. Oh, the Gretels nice. out there. Easy right. drinking. Beautiful. Perfect. Uh, I dated a girl named Gretel Pilsner at college. <laughs> She's delightful. Also <laughs> easy drinking. Kind of cool. Nick Fitzy Stevens is Fitzy, how are you? And what are you drinking? Hello, how are you tonight, Rich? Good to be here as always. Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, tonight, because it is the day and age of the lawnmower beers and something that I think is like Father's Day in a can coming one day removed from that fictitious holiday. Uh, the brewery in my vacation getaway town. This is Devil's Purse Handline Kolsch. Gotta Ooh. love yourself. I love a summertime Kolsch as much as the next guy who likes 12 ounces of dad-style carbonated refreshment in a can. I highly recommend this for those uh, who enjoy something lager-adjacent on a humid New England summer's eve. Well, that is a very nice recommendation, Fitzy. Thank you very much. And rounding out the four horsemen here tonight is our old buddy Woody, also been a, uh, a co-host of many past hashtag dorks. Woody, how are you and what are you drinking? Hey, Keith, uh, I wish we were doing this in the studio, drinking beers together, but yeah. soon enough. Uh, we're supposed to be professionals here, so yeah. I brought out the big guns, uh, King Jija Julius from Treehouse. Oh! Um, <laughs> it is delicious. Well, that is uh, pretty strong. You just went to Treehouse on Wednesday, correct? I did. I'm headed to North Carolina on vacation, and I have to bring uh, cases worth of New England beer for all my brothers-in-law to uh, make the most of the vacation. Uh, Very good. That's that's. I have. I happened to uh, Saturday night. Uh, a neighbor of mine at my little Cape getaway house in Dennisport uh, had just made a treehouse run. Uh, we tried to put away six of them together. My memory tape stopped at eight thirty-nine p.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, very hazy, followed by a very green. Uh, followed by a couple more of each. That'll get the job done real good. Probably all you need. That'll That's all you need, guy. I Let's figure start. we got an hour. I'll see uh, how much ABV yeah. I can pack into just an hour. Let's start right there. So we will do a beer draft coming up. We'll do the best four-pack that we can put together. But let's start with some Massachusetts breweries. And in so hit on not just some of the beers that you like, but maybe also the brewery experience as well. So sort of kind of combine the two. We'll start with Massachusetts, then we'll stay in New England, but outside the Bay State, and then we'll hit on a couple that maybe we've been to or at least had their beers from outside of New England. So, Woody, I'll just let you go first. Uh, I don't, do you want to do Treehouse now to get it out of the way, or do you want to do something else? 
Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we all uh, love their beers. Uh, I have only been to their OG location um, out in Carl Charlton, but now they have two additional locations. So if you're going to the Cape, uh, you got a sandwich location out there. If you're out west in the Berkshires, you're skiing or something, you can pick up locally there too, which is pretty amazing. And their capacity has grown so much that Back in the day when I first started going there, you'd get four cans, eight cans maybe. My wife thought I was uh, going to take her to get murdered because it was on unlit streets in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, but now you can go, and I watch people walk out of there with uh, you know, eight, 12 cases. Uh, they probably had to pay their firstborn to do wow. it. But uh, I love it. All their beers are... There's, there's no bad beer from there, which, Rick, which is Rick, great. Do you feel like do you feel like every time like when people like you like you were just saying, Woody, like when people walk out of Treehouse, that it's like leaving like Wonkaville. Like there's just uh, nothing but smiles. Like it's all smiles. that place that all they do is just make miles and miles yeah. of forty year old guy smiles. Yeah. And they also did a great job because I went probably twice during the pandemic and they had it down to such a well oiled machine where you couldn't go in, but you would order ahead of time and then you'd wait in your car. And it really wasn't even that bad of a wait. And then you drive up to the to the the ones, and they'd be like just a bunch of guys rolling out there with case after case after case, and they would just move you right through. So, and I think they're going to keep some of those good procedures going forward to yeah. make life easy because the wait was one of the things that was tough. But now their on-site pours are crazy. They got music on the weekends. Uh, my buddy Johnny Trauma and the B Three Kings uh, play there a bunch. They're awesome. So it's a great place to go and check out, have a couple beers. Uh, I agree. I have agree. your wife drive home. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Rich, do we have t do we have time for a what's your favorite treehouse beer? Sure. Well, actually, I bet it will be included in the draft. All right, that'd be my guess. So save it because I don't want okay because we can hit on that there because there's a lot to choose from. That's a good point. I did just like I said, I mentioned I'm having a Kolsch. I just tried their Kolsch for the first time last week. Uh, are there any kids listening? Do I have to do earmuffs? No. Holy no, fuck, wow. was that good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, you shouldn't say that about a beer that's 4.2 and it's a Kolsch, but whole, like, wow, Wolfman has no. You absolutely should good, say man. that about a beer 4.2. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Yeah. Outlier. Some of, that's, some of that's coming to North Carolina. I'll oh. tell you, Deering's a little bit surprised that there is somebody else that's here that is not just promoting <laughs> IPAs. Uh, yeah. Heavy, heavy IPAs. Fitzy coming on. I'm not going to get double dry hot, bro. Right out of the shoe As I wear an Imperial IPA <laughs> Medusa, shirt yeah. at Medusa. Yeah, I know. Um, no, man, it was great. And I had some cookie-flavored stout. It was at a on a golf course. They were doing sampling, too. I was like, the fuck am I doing drinking cookie-flavored stout in Kolsch at 1043 in the morning? You know what I was doing? Being a goddamn American. That's what I was doing. Living my best life. God bless you, Fitzy. <laughs> uh, Gary, what do you got? Where do you want to start? Uh, my favorite Massachusetts brewery, Notch, far and away, go up to Salem, sit on the waterfront, crush their lagers. Yeah, they also go. have a nice fine selection of IPAs too, but their Czech yeah. lagers are unparalleled in this country. They're the, among the best producers of that and doing some crazy stuff with lager that nobody else is doing in this country. And Salem's a fun place to go visit too. It, it honestly is. And I know it could be kind of like touristy or like the Halloween time or whatever, but if you want, it's a good time to go. Go for the day. You can walk around, and then you can always stop in there. You always yeah. stop in at Notch, have a couple of beers. It's a very, it's, it's a good size brewery. It's like the right size brewery almost. Like the the the, the uh, plenty of indoor seating. They got the outdoor seating. 
the area is pretty cool and a good variety of beer. So I'm with you. Notch is one I've been to a bunch of times. I like and, and if you want to go to Notch closer to Boston, they're very close to opening a new spot in Brighton. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah, Imminently. Okay. It's going to be open in the next few weeks. They're going to open at the Speedway, I think they're calling it, over on uh, over near the WEI studios. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. And right. Rich, have you had a chance to check out uh, Brado, the uh, – the brew, the brew house and uh, little nope. snack snack shop over there in Brighton, oh. a couple streets away from EEI. Excellent. Okay. Very, very good. Yeah, very good beers. Oh, that's yeah. And the food is incredible. Yeah. Talking about lawnmower beers, Notch is the king of great summer crusher beers still. Like mm -hmm. they And they used to only – correct me if I'm wrong, J.D. They used to only be beers below 5 or 6%, but they have since changed that. Uh, they're, the main thing for Notch is still session beers. Yes. Uh, they have – a side project called the Vol Project, where they do the full strength beers, but it's still okay. Notch. It's just their right, right. other right. other brand. Okay, cool. All right, Fitzy, what do you got? Uh, well, you know, Rich, I am the Will Rogers of Massachusetts breweries. I never made a well. I never met a well poured beer I didn't like, and I hate to have to pick a favorite or even a couple of favorites, considering there are so many that make so many good beers and that have been good to us. But um, I'm going to lead off with the town next to my hometown. Uh, great name. Beautiful can art, incredible beers. Uh, now the Treehouse of the South Shore, Vitamin C Brewing in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Those guys, Dino and the boys are absolutely just killing it down there. The things that they're doing uh, with add-ins and the mash and lactose and oating, uh, it's, and they're, they're like the brewery that is collaborating with other people uh, right now. I mean, I swear to God, every IPA, every double IPA, every triple IPA, uh, they're huge Pats fans. They've supported us. They've sent us beers before as well. Uh, generous of spirit, incredible with the beers. They're stouts. Uh, I had one called Ghost House a couple weeks ago, 11.5%. Uh, notes of chocolate, vanilla, and ghost pepper in there. That was the shit. Wow. Um, they're doing an awesome job. And they've only been on the scene for a couple of years, just at their second anniversary. Um, it's a great spot. I also like when it's, I feel some, I feel like, you know, we've got kids, at least we pretend to pretend to have them, we use them as a tax write off. I like when a brewery also like puts out world-class beer and then I'm comfortable going there in a family style setting. You can order some food or they have some trucks uh, and you know, like the kids will have fun playing giant Jenga, whatever else while mom and dad get their uh, coping juice, 16 ounces at a time. I think they do an amazing job. Uh, VSB for the win, my favorite brewery in mass. Yeah, that was good. You really introduced me to them and I had like a four or five different ones. And that was the first comparison I had was like Treehouse Cause like Treehouse just has like unlimited, of like the IPAs and every different hop and every different kind of variation to it. And then vitamin C was just like on brand. Like there's a certain, there's a first sip that you can take yep. from a beer from, from places like, like the, kind of the ones that we're talking about that just stand out and are different than other places. Yes. Yeah, like and, there's, and also like, I don't like sours. Uh, I don't usually like fruited up beers. I don't like anything that like causes me to have a, 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 a sort of like an inverted human reaction. Yeah. I just saw someone in your comment section uh, on the stream where I'd say vitamin C sours are out of bounds as well. Um, my next beer up is going to be a vitamin C sour called Fruity Morning, which literally tastes like carbonated fruity pebbles, and it's freaking fantastic. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, yeah. I'll go next. And uh, by the way, I forgot to say which beer I was drinking. I am drinking a uh, Mass Riot by Prison City Brewing in Auburn, New York. It's actually my wife's hometown, and it is a awesome brewery they've been they've been kicking ass now for a little while they've won a whole pile of awards this beer itself won a few blind taste tests and stuff just for ipas a couple years ago so if you're ever and i don't know why you would be but if you're ever going past syracuse towards rochester stop in 
you're, if say you're like, hey, guys, let's get in the car and drive to Buffalo. Before you get to Buffalo, stop in in Auburn and go to the Prison City Brewing. It's great. Uh, but the brewery in Massachusetts that I'll talk about first, and JD is way too humble to do it, but I'm going to mention I, <laughs> I will do it. And not because the third live hashtag dork show is August 15th. That's not why I'm going to mention it. Totally here. not. Totally not why. But it's another one of these breweries that I think is perfect for bringing whatever your palate is there. So I, I like an IPA, right? My wife, she was a big sour fan, and now she's sort of morphed back into just lagers, and she likes a nice regular lager. They have something for everybody, and it's always available on tap, and it's always available to go. And that's why whatever the beer drinker is, like my, my dad, great beer drinker, but doesn't love IPAs. So I feel like if I took them to some of these other places, it might be like less of a selection. Whereas if you go to Idle Hands, it's literally you go up there, you go, you want a farmhouse ale, it's there. You want the sour, it's there. You want the whole thing. So, uh, and not the drive that some of these other places are. If in fact you're located in the Boston area, which a lot of us are, you don't have to say, all right, it's a day. It's like a day's trip. Like we're driving an hour both ways. You don't have to do that. So uh, I'll, I'll include Idle Hands there on the list. All right, it's tea accessible too, even better. So if you want to, like that, how do you like that? Tea accessible. Uh, and can I also just add in uh, top three fest beer that I've had as well? I love me a good Oktoberfest. Yes, uh, uh, Josh. During the time, uh, Rich and I've done a number of beer exchanges at the radio station, both when we've been on the same show and not. And uh, I had my first. Yeah, the Brocktoberfest. Sure, yeah. Oh my God, the Brocktober, yeah. fantastic! And also, what is your? Uh, I believe it's Slate is you, like your sort of like go to crushable. Love it. I mean, the IPAs are great as well, too, man. But uh, I do. I, I love that you celebrate the variety, Rich. We're going to get you over into the lager side of things as well, because yeah. it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to bury something where it's like citrus, Simcoe, Azaka, and just like looks Favorite. like pan, like carbonated pancake syrup during the summertime. It's nice to just have like a little something easier as well. But uh, I don't want to be able to see through the beer. I want it to be <laughs> so thick. But uh, yeah, so add that. So uh, let's stay in Massachusetts. Uh, Woody, what's your next one? This is one that that I like to bring up because their beers are so outstanding, but I still feel like they're not recognized. They're even a little below the vitamin C recognition is a brewery out in the middle of nowhere, even more so than Treehouse called Brick and Feather. Their IPAs are great. Their stouts are great. They got a bunch of, of really good beer. They started canning beers about a little it was actually right around the last time we did our last podcast because Deering uh, notified me of that. And then I started picking up some of their beers. Uh, they're at very few bars. Armsby Abbey, one of the best beer bars in Massachusetts, maybe all of New England, has their beers regularly. But they're the kind of beer where you get it expecting one of those no normal IPAs. And, and Keith, you were just talking about it. Some of those beers where you have that first sip and you're like, oh, my God, this is different. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the kind of beers you get from this place. And I feel like if they were in an area like greater Boston, they'd have the same popularity as some of the other places we've talked about. But they're one of my favorite kind of under the radar places in Massachusetts. I like it. So and again, to, to get it, you either have to go there or just like a couple of places or. Yeah. OK. All right. I'll add that to my queue is what I'll, is what I'll do. Is that, is that sort of like I've been hearing a lot about. Uh, um Fox Farm in Connecticut. Has anyone been to the like one of those places where it's like, why did you guys put this here? Because if you just put it somewhere else that didn't suck or like looks like a place where Leatherface would live, more people would come to it. 
Yeah, Fox Farm is great. They're another. They were selling growlers and cans like crazy uh, out of Armsby Abbey, so I got to have a bunch of their beers. But again, uh, nobody wants to go to Connecticut unless you have to. Now, what's the? Definitely. Is there some sort of like? Do you, is there the appeal to you of like the hard to get beer? Because I feel like to me that used to be a real thing. Like in the early days, and like Josh, when we were working together, when. When when somebody would get Heady Topper, it was like a it was like a big deal and like oh you got Heady Topper like here I'll pay for it and like whatever else or I'm making the drive and I'm gonna go get it. Whereas now to me there's too many good beers that are accessible that like I'm not gonna go on like some hunt for and I think people still do I mean it's how some of these places that are out in the middle of nowhere stay in business but like I can drive to Wegmans go into their beer section and find like 20 things that I love like I don't need to drive cross-country for beers anymore. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, I mean, I think there's almost... I mean, there's still reasons to go to these awesome places and get these beers, but setting up the time to do it... Right. It's, it, you have to plan days or a weekend about it and, around it, and that's just not something I do anymore. It's, you know, I'd yeah. rather go get my beer and not wait in line that long, not see crazy crowds. That Maybe that's just me now, but I think everybody's changing <laughs> that way. Yeah. And, you know, go home and drink my beer and be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rich, it's like if I like I I can't rationalize like working with kids, coaching little league, a million different things that are grabbing onto your time. And it, if you tell say to your significant other or just like try to look at your daily to do list and say like, sorry, all these things I need to do, I have to bump you aside because I have to drive all the way out to Charlton, or I got to go to like, mm -hmm. you know, I need to go to Fox Farm in the middle of you know, uh, still thirty minutes away from Foxwoods. That's bullshit. But yeah to be able to still go get incredible beer down the street. Like I can't go get you Hetty Topper, but they have second fiddle at the Marty's next to the Whole Foods, five minutes away from me. Right. Fiddlehead yeah. wins. Yeah. It's, and it's of the, the very few good things to come out of the pandemic, the beer stores have gotten even better. They were great before the pandemic, but now I do see Hetty Topper and yep. Focal Banger at some stores around me. And, uh, you know, you don't have to plan the trips anymore. Sometimes it's still fun. It's a special occasion thing. You're traveling out that way anyway. It's sometimes cool to go to these uh, more rural breweries, but right. uh, the beer store down the corner is is going to have something that you're really going to like, almost guaranteed now. Yeah, I agree. All right, Fitzy, what's your next one? Uh, okay, I'm going to stick to the South Shore. I'm going uh, hometown pride here. Shout out to a couple other breweries on the South Shore. This one nudged out, Stellwagen and Marshfield and Untold and Situate, but... Uh, Widowmaker in my hometown of Braintree, Massachusetts. Uh, three years in business now. Great place to hang out. Uh, did an awesome job during the pandemic. Uh, I think it's I think it's un-American. It's impossible not to love a place that has giant five-foot towers of goldfish and cheeses that you can dispense to yourself while you go there. You, I like that. You're yeah. gonna love that. But their IPAs are outstanding. Their sours are terrific. Everything that and and they do so many different. Thank you very much, pup. They do so many different. Uh, kinds of IPAs as well, using different, like, I never knew what the Comet IPA was, the Comet Hop was until I went there and had Comet and Double Comet. Ecstasy of Gold is great. They do one uh, that has can art that's beautiful, that looks like the gas can on the side of the Highway 93 called Close to Home. That's a 6.8 single cool. IPA that's great. Uh, and if this podcast goes long enough, I'm going to bury a Honeymaker, which is a double IPA from Widowmaker uh, with local honey in it that is just off the charts, great wow. guys. Local bees must be local so, bees getting that done. Yeah, local who doesn't and who doesn't love when the local bees? I know, you, like in the power <laughs> rankings, you love the killer bees and then local bees, right? That's right. Pretty simple. Yeah. 
No, they're, they're great. Widowmaker and Braintree Mast. Awesome job. Great brewery. All right, good one. Uh, JD? I'm going to go a little old school with this one, and I think it's a place that does not get enough love these days, but uh, Cambridge Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's yeah. a Every time I go there, there's not a bad beer on draft, and they do something for everybody there. They do old you know, they do stouts, they do porters, they loggers, they got saisons, they got pilsners, they got every, something for everybody. And they're a place that has just been doing it for so long. And I feel people have kind of not forgotten about, but kind of pushed aside and moved to these trendier places. And here's this place that has been doing it. I think it was either 20 or 30 years that they've been around this year. Wow. And they've just been doing it at an excellent level for this long. And I think it's some place that a lot of people should go back and revisit and sit down at that awesome bar or in their courtyard and see yeah. what they have it's their like place it. that deserves more attention right now yeah that is a good one yeah because i feel like i remember going there forever ago and then like all these other places came and then they just kind of you stopped talking about them that's a good one also um, they're a place that has launched like 18 other breweries just because everybody that now works in the beer industry everybody worked at cambridge brewing company at some point brewing their beer and now they're off at doing their own incredible things but they're uh, a place that i think a lot of people need to go back and revisit and or like harpoon or something didn't we all flirt with harpoon at a certain <laughs> point when they were our one of our first absolutely yeah mm -hmm. yep go to harpoon fest and uh sweat it out with 500 <laughs> other idiots uh nobody's mentioned him yet so i'll throw trillium out there trillium obviously has the place out in canton and then they have the fort point location which is the only one that I've been to, and obviously you can't go in there and sit and have anything. You kind of got to go order your stuff and get out of there. I think again, they're they're similar to me in the in the treehouse vein, where everything I've had from them is really really good, and it's all kind of variations of it. So it's like this beer. Now it's the double dry hop to this beer. It's like this thing that this is the double version. This is the single version. Uh, it is. It feels to me it's like the most expensive out of all of them. I could be wrong on that, but I feel like if you get a case of Treehouse versus a case of Trillium, you might save 20, 30 bucks at, at Treehouse. Could be wrong. But that's just the, the times that I've been there. I've felt that way. But And then every once in a while, you'll be at a bar in Boston or in Cambridge, and you'll see that they have something from them on tap, and you're like, I'll have that. Like I, I, That'll be the go-to every single time. Uh, uh, did you have, Rich, did you have, uh, they have that also, the, that location, uh, Trillium Fenway, that uh, where they don't brew, they just you can just get pours of it right near the ballpark. Awesome. I haven't been there, and they also had I don't know if they did, did it this year, probably not, but at the Rose Kennedy Greenway, it's back, it just reopened, it just opened there. Oh, yes. awesome! So I remember going there, it was like a day we were out in Boston and we stopped in there and had a couple beers, that was fantastic. Like, you get it on the right weather day, that is that is a good spot to be, yeah. Yeah, and Keith, I'm going to blow your mind, but the four-point location is drastically different than what you remember. It, it's got food service and pours oh. on site and uh, roof Three deck levels. now. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it's a different animal, so Plus, maybe check it out again. And they added in two stripper poles and an axe-throwing bar. Yeah, and their, their pastry stouts. So. <laughs> I know you're not a big stout guy, but their pastry stouts people Ooh. go crazy for. Um, and if you like uh, a cookie flavored milkshake beer, mm. they got you. Also, your place, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what 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 is it with the, like one night I love a milkshake beer, and the next night I'm like, who would pour this bullshit? Why would anyone like? I don't know. I just have I to know. be in the right mood, I guess. When I'm like, I want a beer, and I also want dessert. Like I had the creamsicle from Treehouse recently, a couple weeks ago. Blew oh. my mind. But on the wrong night, I'm pro I would probably have it and be like, 
Uh, yeah, waitress, I didn't ask you to like drop an ice cream truck on my beer. So if you could just take this right. back, thank you so much. Yeah, it's I think it's be a mood thing. Ha yeah, yeah, absolutely has to be. All right, one other Massachusetts or JD, you want to do another Massachusetts or do we want to move on? Chief, don't you got to do one? I did Trillium and I did Idle oh. Hands. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the Trillium. Yeah, I uh, like. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, I, just, I just went. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll go one more. Then uh, I think one of the bigger producers in the state and somebody that deserves a lot of credit is Jack's Abbey. Yeah, great, great tap room. They've done a great job in the parking lot this year, setting up an outdoor beer garden. And with the Springdale side of their things, you kind of have hoppy, you have sours, you have the lagers, you have a little bit of everything. So Jack's like Abbey it. mixed with Springdale. Good. Springdale, uh, have, you, have any of you guys had the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Collins, their IPA that's supposed to taste like a Tom Collins? Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, it's, Rich, it's the only beer. It's a 6.5% IPA. You should drink it on like a one of those low sitting chairs uh, uh, with like a lot of tanning oil on with like small sunglasses by the shoreline. It's <laughs> outsta that. outstanding. That Springdale sounds... is so good. God bless. It's like yeah. it's like a freaking steakhouse that opened up like a like a fish house right next to it. And you're like, these aren't supposed to both be this good. What's wrong with you? You guys are like, they're awesome. Springdale yeah. kicks ass. That's good. What do you got any more mass or should we move on? Uh, just shout out to local ones. Fitzy's doing all his local ones. The Tap Brewing up in Haverhill. Hmm. Uh, amazing uh, deck that overlooks the river. Uh, Solar Plexus, a standout flagship IPA, double IPA. And they have a good variety too. So if I'm going one more, I'll say Tap Brewing in Haverhill. Good. Uh, I haven't been to their location, but I enjoy Lamplighter beers. So if you have Lamplighter beers in the store, I will probably buy them and probably enjoy them. So, and uh, <laughs> shout out to Castle Island in Norwood. I know they just opened up their Boston location. Oh, yeah. Got a beer garden going on. Great variety. Bohemian Pilsner, delicious. Uh, their lager, award-winning, I would say, is second best in the state next to House Lager from Jack's Abbey, which may factor into the pod later on. Awesome job. Great tap room. Just And also the, the vibe there is just like working class hero. Love them. All right. Very good. Uh Whoop, it looks like we just lost JD. We'll see if he uh, comes back. He's probably wanted to go grab some more beers. Although he was smart. He has like a little cooler next to him. Whereas I'm going to have to get up in two seconds and leave the room. Actually, not the room, but just leave the screen and get a fresh brew dog. But I had to I, help my son get monster trucks. So all the same. I was going to say, were you aware of the fact that people watching on YouTube right now could see a small human being going up and down the stairs? Just like if, I, if you don't look at it, he, he doesn't know. He's not really there. <laughs> He's just got kind of uh, He's like, they can't see me. Is this a good time for us all to refresh our beverage supply? Yeah. Uh, well, not all of us, because then not no, all of us. Okay. Because I don't right. edit this, so it's just gonna get uploaded the way that. Beer it. run. So you go get a beer run. I'm gonna reset the stage here. Uh, again, we just did Massachusetts breweries. Feel free to tweet us at Dork Podcast or email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com if you agree with the ones that we named or if we missed. I'm sure we missed some good ones. Uh, so now let's move. Let's stay in New England, but outside of Massachusetts, and. First things first, Woody, my home state of New Hampshire is not great. It's probably the worst of the New England states overall, wouldn't you say? Uh, it's very tough because their other four states are like standouts in the country. But yeah, it's the worst. But it has a couple recent that are real up and comers. Well, there are uh, six New England states, Woody. So by four others. Two, three. Yep, technically five just, and a half because, you know, south of New Haven, fuck Connecticut, right? All right. That's, yeah, exactly. It's Yankee country. That's true. It is, it is improving. I will start I will start out with um, 
a trip to Vermont. If you're going to make a trip to Vermont and everybody does it, you live close by, you can hit several different breweries. So a couple of years ago, my wife and I did this and I'm, I'm going to cheat here a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to just rip off three right in a row and then I'll be done just because this is the trip that we made. We went to Burlington Beer Company first, which is not actually in Burlington. It's before you even get to Burlington. But they're the ones that have uh, – it's complicated being a wizard, uh, Uncanny Valley. They have this one mm. my wife loves called Strawberry Whale Cake. Sounds disgusting. I, I, I was going to say, isn't that what – wasn't that on the list with like – Yes. Roman soldier helmet and Cleveland steamer. Yes. So they're, they're all there together. It's a three pack, uh, but it's a great, great, great beers. And they, they distribute out here. So like your local shop probably has Burlington beer company. So we went there. Then we went to foam, which is actually oh my in God. Burlington. Ridiculous. That's, that's an awesome brewery. Awesome setup. Great place to go. And it is, uh, I think, one of the one of one of the best probably in New England overall. Like it is on par yeah. with the other ones that we're talking about. And then from there, talk about driving to a place that you think you're going to get murdered. Hill Farmstead. We went to Hill Farmstead, where might be the one place I've been to with legitimate no cell service. Like every other place you're in, like a weird area. Like oh, I'm kind of in and out. Like you're out. Like there is you do not have cell service, and you're on a you're on a dirt road where there is. No car in front of you, no car behind you. And you're like, I think it's this way. And then you show up to a place where there's like 150, 200 people there. And you're like, how did everybody get here? And it's some of the best beer in the world. So those would be my three places if you're doing a little Vermont trip. Burlington Beer Company, Foam, and Hill Farmstead. Uh, Rich, and the argument for uh, best beer I've had, not just this calendar year, but maybe in the last couple of years, from Foam, Halo Bender. Mm. Holy, holy. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, it was an 8%er I, I got my hands on from Craft Beer Cellar a couple months ago. Out of, out of this world. And uh, Hill Farmstead, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, they, I, I understand. Like, did you ask them, like, hey, can I also get, like, some hemp shampoo and some deodorant when you checked <laughs> out? Not beer, sell like, deodorant. I know. But you would, think, you would think they do. You would honestly think they do. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. But your GPS literally stops working. Die. So you're just going on like printed out MapQuest directions or just faith. Like we're, gonna, we're gonna straight. That said go straight. <laughs> we're not there yet. If we go too far, we're in Canada. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean that you are out yeah, there. Yeah, it's almost but uh all right. So where else? And again, it doesn't have to be Vermont. This is all New England outside of Massachusetts. So uh what do you where do you want to go? Uh I'm I'm gonna open up a Tilted Barn beer. Oh, and, uh, God, everyone's stealing my brew. I, this feels like I'm, I'm getting snaked now. <laughs> yes. like I saw Adrian Peterson in front of me in 2007, and you grabbed him. What yeah, is it? Tilted, tilted Barn. Just, this is Milo's Phoenix. Rub it in my Phoenix. face. Rub it in my face. Milo's Phoenix. Uh, I don't know where my camera is. There it is. Yeah, Milo's cool. Phoenix. Tilted Barn is great. It was great. It used to be a literal Tilted Barn with like a wooden stove that you'd go in and get beer. Um but now they built this gigantic new barn that's less tilted. Beers are amazing. Again, they have a nice variety. They have an outdoor patio. You can really go there and enjoy beers. It's not too far out of the way of Providence or Newport or something if you're going down that way in the summer. Uh, fantastic beers. Fantastic brewery. Blast. Am I, am I, are we going multiple at a time here, or are we no, rotating? I just got my load because I was just greedy. Uh, I, I did that same trip on my baby moon, and my wife had less fun mm -hmm. than I did. 
<laughs> moon. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been ideal. That was all, we were at a a uh, just a regular like bar or pub in Burlington, and they had Hill Farmstead on tap at that place too. Oh, what an absolute game changer! That, that, I, like, I, that oh guaranteed God. that we were making the trip the next day out there. That's okay. I, I used to go uh, when I lived in Brooklyn. There was a tiny little place. Uh, I lived in the neighborhood called Clinton Hill, and there was a place called Hop Hill. Pints were nine bucks, and I used to drag my laptop over there late at night when everyone was asleep, and I would just go like write and do two or three Susans on a Sunday night, and, and that's honest to God, maybe yeah. maybe one of the best beers on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. And she so was fine with it. She was Susan. She was fine yeah, with it. She's in mind. JD is back. Uh, where do you, where do you want to go? Where's your next stop? Uh, my next stop is I'm going way up in New Hampshire, right on the Vermont border, way up in New Hampshire, a little town called Littleton, oh. where the world's longest candy bar is, and also the home of Schilling. Wow! If you have not been to Schilling, this you gotta be shitting is, me. Is on Fitzy's list? No, all three of my out of New yeah. England breweries were taken already. Huh. Well, screw you, you Fitzy. Me. In your face. In, oh, the, in the, the face. Yes. Yeah. Please go. Uh, the, the place is absolutely beautiful. I was up there about um, one month ago. They got, oh, they're right on a river. The river is beautiful. They have outdoor patios overlooking the river. They have a beautiful old old building that used to be a mill building. Then next to it, they got the whole new brewery. Both have decks, both have outdoor spaces. They have food. They mm. have incredible beer across all styles. Like again, with me, I'm big yep. on places that have a large variety of beers and they do everything exceptionally well. From their lagers to the sours to the hazy IPAs, whatever you want, they have it there. I love it. Uh, don't they have like? Don't they have a setup that's kind of like Jack's Abbey Springdale, where Schilling makes the the lagers and the and, they're very European centric, kind of like Devil's Purses. Yep. Like they they do a lot of bitters, rich and like you said, the and then their sister brewery next door makes resilience. The, uh, yes, they make the hazies and everything else. JD, yep. uh, uh, legitimately, the two. I would say Halo Bender's the third best beer I've had this year. Second best beer I've had all year is from Tilted Barn. was on my outside of Massachusetts <laughs> list. Cactus from uh, Tilted Barn. Just an off-the-charts double IPA rich that's not too, uh, not too cloudy, not too hazed up, but just has a, a taste that I couldn't even describe. Like I told my wife, I was like, I don't understand what I'm drinking right now, but it's just spectacular. But the best beer I've had all year, Aosta from Schilling. It is their Italian-style Pilsner. So wow. basically, Rich, think of this. A craft wow. Peroni or a craft Moretti. So it's great on its own. It's great on a hot day. Yeah, uh, like If you're it. having like a burger or a pizza, forget it. I like that. Spectacular beer. I like yeah. that very much. I, for me, when I was there, I think when I was there, they had the Italian Pilsner. They had the Czech Pilsner. Mm -hmm. They had a dark lager. Uh, an amber lager. A Mexican lager. And they just then like four IPAs, four sours, some wild barrel aged stuff, and it was just wow. Everything there was awesome. That's pretty good. All right, what do you what do you got? I'm gonna grab another beer myself, but uh, you're you're up. I had a, a couple other in Maine, a couple other in Rhode Island, but just despite Keith saying there's no good New Hampshire breweries, I'm gonna say one called Spyglass in Nashua. It's another new brewery. It's literally in a hole in the wall and kind of a strip mall, but. They've had they have great pale ales and IPAs and stouts and 
Uh, they're even despite being small, you kind of know that the industry thinks they're up to something good because they're collaborating with like Equilibrium in New York and some of the other big breweries to produce some really, really good beers. You can drive up and get something in 30 seconds and get out of there. If you want to, you can go into their tap room. There's room in there for you to go have beer. Uh, but they're, they're a place that I could see opening a new facility here in the not too distant future. And, and they're making great beers. Uh, very southern New Hampshire, so an easy drive from people in Massachusetts too. Oh yeah, that's close to me. All right, I'll give that a shot. I'll give that yeah, one. What's it called? There. What's Spyglass. Called? Spyglass. Nice. All right, I'm all over that. Uh, Sean in the chat just mentioned two that I'm sure some of us are going to get to. Uh, talk about Maine Mast Landing, which I just had one last week. It was great, and of course Bissell Brothers. So Portland, a hotbed, like. You know, if you're making that trip, the Vermont trip I was talking about, you can easily hit three or four. If you're hitting, making a trip to Maine, you can easily hit three or four. Uh, yeah, no, Portland Portland has the most craft breweries per square mile in America. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it, it's insane. Mass Landing Definitive is great. Bissell's yeah. amazing. Um, Lone Pine's great too. Um, awesome Street. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, yeah, of I mean, you can you can just do you can just do some serious damage up there. Uh, and Rich, since everyone stole all of my outside of Massachusetts, <laughs> Tilted Barn, Hill Farmstead, and Schilling, uh, shout out to one that's going to be near my new residence, uh, New England Brewing Company, mm. in, in Connecticut, makers of Fuzzy Baby Ducks, okay, Double Fuzzy, Face Hugger, very IPA centric brewery, about ten minutes outside of New Haven, uh, excellent, excellent brew, excellent brewery. Uh, they don't do 16 ounces though. They have stuck to, they have gone, they still do six packs. Or sometimes oh. if it's like a double or a triple, you get a four pack of only 12 ounces. Now the price oh. point goes down. Is, see, I know. I what is it though? I, Why are we so obsessed with the 16 ounce beers though? I don't know. Once they once they started putting them, by the way, this is my new one right now. I got, uh, so Lawson's who does Sip of Sunshine. This is a little sip. So it's a little single IPA from them. Which I find. I wouldn't worry about that little guy. <laughs> I like a 16 ounce beer. I don't like yeah. a 12 ounce beer. I don't like it at all. Because I know. I, like, I miss the 12 ounces. They stay colder and then you drink them and then you get another one. Yes. Yeah. And when you're dealing with beers that have the same potency as the drugs they give you when they put you under for surgery, <laughs> it's okay to drink them 12 ounces at a time. You might be right, Fitzy, but there's also part of it where I'm like, all right, there's like two minutes left in this, you know, football game or basketball game. I'll do one more. I really don't want twelve ounces. I want a f I want one more <laughs> more. Like, oh, I don't, then I, you know, I don't want to sit there and have two more. There's just something about it. I mean, I like I, I know what I'm doing here with the pint, a fresh pint, a fresh pint. Oh, What's wrong with it? The twelve ounce, the twelve ounce worked for hundreds of years, and then they just end it. It's like when they put. Now it's getting into the Larry David portion. It's like they put fewer chips in the bag. They put eight ounces less in the four cans that are 16 as opposed to the 12 that are six. Come on. What are we doing? 12 ounce. Not for me. I don't like it. Real quick around the room here. We'll start with, with Woody. Uh, while when you're at home drinking a beer, what percentage of the time do you pour it into a glass? Hmm. A third. Okay. Uh, JD. I'd say 25% of the time. Yeah. Fitzy. Uh, half the difference between 33% and 25. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's gotta be something where you think like either it's the first time I'm having it. So yeah. I know I need, I want to, I want to see the color. I want to see the viscosity. Um, it's got legs, whatever. And then like get that whole bouquet in the yeah, tulip glass. But uh, you know, but otherwise like, why don't you just 
But that mean koozie can beer. Like yeah. I, I don't have enough time for that. I feel like I probably did it a little bit more in this last year because I wanted to, you know, because you're used to going out and having like a draft beer and then you just didn't do that. So you're like, now you're at home. If it's in a glass, you're like, look at me, fancy. I'm out. I'm outside. Like, did, you, did, you, did you talk to yourself like Arthur and the Joker? Like when you're doing it? <laughs> funny laugh. Okay, good. Of course, of course I did. All right. What other non-Massachusetts, New England uh, brewers do we want to hit on? Anything? Good list. All right, let's go to non-New England. So these can be ones either you've been to or just have had a lot of their beers. I already went. I already started. I'm telling you, Prison City. Uh, check them out in uh, Auburn, New York, is fantastic. Uh, speaking of New York, other half, mm. other half has just it's, it's again. I, I kind of compare them always to the Treehouse when you've had just such a variety and everything that you've had from them is that good. So I would say uh, other half, which is in uh, Brooklyn, right? But they also mm-hmm. have a place in I want to say Canada up in like Canadago, which is like upstate New York as well. So you can go there to get beers as well. But I haven't had a bad beer from them ever. Other half, oh, it's impossible yeah. to. They're like that's like the top brewery that everybody wants to collaborate with. Like their mm-hmm. their IPAs are ridiculous. They don't call them New England style, though, because I think they want to keep their New York or their Brooklyn bona fides. So they call them like oat cream IPAs. That's like kind of a competitive move. But That's that, my again, favorite part. Right. Uh, but otherwise, like they're kind of like universally up there, it seems to me, on the never had a bad beer, never had a bad pour from them. Like great brewery. Awesome. Their, their Trillium collaboration stuff might be my favorite stuff that trillium does is is they yeah that's a good match yep i hear you uh all right woody where do you want to go outside of new england uh i'm gonna go as far away across the country as possible and go to monkish in southern california uh outside la i've I, i i had friends who told me that these were the best ipas they ever had and i thought they were looney tunes and they might be right. They are so goddamn good. And that's even when I'm having a buddy ship them to me across the country. But that's a brewery you seek out. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's an amazing brewery. Those are some of the best beers I've ever had. And I'm not even getting the fresh out of the tap version of that beer. Right. So right, exactly. uh, I'd say monkish. Okay, cool. JD? Uh, this is a place I haven't had yet. I just know the person who runs it. And I'm excited to see what they're doing and this is out north of seattle almost in canada it's called other lands brewing it's a place run by ben howe who you may remember from enlightenment ales from way back in the day oh wow okay and you know he was up here for a while he went to denmark for many years and now he's settled north of seattle and is doing his own thing and this is a place that just knowing him he's a little bit out there he's He's going to do some things differently, and I'm pretty excited to see what he's doing and something I really want to try. So hmm. I'll put that on the list. All right, cool. We'll give him a shout out. All right, Fitz. Uh, I got a quick three for you, Rich. Uh, in Colorado, Weldworks Brewing. Uh, oh, yeah. I've ever had everything, anything from Weldworks off the charts good. Singles, doubles. Uh, I had one the other day that was a citra-focused double IPA that had agave in the brew that was just off the charts, smooth, mellow, a little bit spicy, finished kind of sweet. Uh, Aslan in Alexandria, Virginia, fantastic. 
probably the best stouts I've ever had. I'd put in the top 10 best beers I've ever had Mexican hot chocolate, a stout by Aslan that tastes like if when you get those like little things of uh, the Mexican chocolate at the checkout counter at a fancy grocery store and you're, and it's like uh, ugly and looks like a hockey puck, a hey, hockey puck. And it's like chocolatey and spicy. They somehow made that into a beer. I swear. I have no idea how spectacular. Really? Uh, and, and they do great IPAs as well. And lastly, Prairie Artisanal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, nothing good comes out of Oklahoma except football players, uh, tornadoes, and beef. Uh, but I would say that this place is brewing some of the best under-the-radar IPAs, stouts, lagers, and sours in the country. Off the un Unbelievably good. And, they, and again, but you won't like it, they do 12-ounce cans. Oh, what are we doing? Get with the times. We're just going to go back to that. What about, what about 20-ounce cans? Why are we going? The, we're going the wrong way. If anything, you got to get up a notch. If you can get the cans, people will fill them. And it's just <laughs> getting cans right now is near impossible. That's what they said in Field of Dreams. <laughs> just, if you he get just wants it in a bucket. I just, whatever you have, just give it to me. No, the 16 ounce, I'm telling you, I've wrapped my head around the 16 ounce. I don't want to change it now. It's very simple. It's a pint. You go, you go, you go to the, if you went to the bar, Fitzy, and you're yeah. like, yeah, I'll have a on draft a delicious beer. And they're like, here's 12 ounces of it. You would spit it in their face. <laughs> I would slam it down. I'd be like, all right, I'll see you. <laughs> come over here. You know, come, on, come over here. I'd put on my hamburger We're helper not. size white glove and I would smack yeah. him in the face. Well, Rich, that's the old, like, uh, all right, the oldest bar in America is Mix uh McSorley's on Seventh Street in the East Village in New York, right? And they serve you. You can only order two little mugs at a time. And I think they're like 10 ounce mugs or 12 ounce mugs. Like that's the way we used to do well, it. Listen, if you we'll were just become consumed with like everything, right. like drive an escalate 150 years ago, and people are gonna be like, Where did you find that tank? Like, <laughs> I mean, like we're just oh, wrong. The size now. Wheels. <laughs> the size of those. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can still handle a 12 ounce. I prefer a 16 too, but yeah, 16 is definitely definitely better. Uh, so the, yeah, because then like main beer company, then they throw everything out of whack. You go to the store and the, they're selling you these bottles. I'm like, how much is that? Like, what is that? Am I getting ripped off? Am I getting a deal? What am I doing with that? Do I drink it all at once? Do I drink? Do I save half of it? Like, what do I do with this? They need to change their model right now. Those brown yeah. duck pins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do I line them up and bowl? What do I do with these things? <laughs> Maybe you get three of them. Is all right, kids. Come on by the rich kid. I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. I really don't. I'm telling you, like what they can't do cans. They're better than cans. Mm -hmm. Dude, can, cans are expensive, man. They're hard to get right now. I'm telling you from the brewery side. If you don't have a can contract right now, you're not getting cans. But what about bottles like that are actually drinkable size? Because like if you ever bought, if you went to the store and bought lunch or what is it, Woods and Water or yep. paper. Do you just drink out of that? No, like that's it's too big. It's sixteen point nine ounces. It's point nine ounces more than your can of beer. It. Your precious it's can really of beer. It. Yeah, yeah. But how did they arrive at sixteen point nine as the right amount of beer? Did they ask just the, like it ending Germans. in six and nine and thought it was hilarious? Yeah, they don't have ask, ounces over there. Ask the Germans why they settled on five hundred milliliters as the correct. Yeah, bottle size. I know, but like Rich, you're right though, because if you get a main beer company and look. I, Peeper Ale, phenomenal. Lunch, truly one of the great ones of all time. Maybe top three West Coast style IPAs. It's as clean and smooth as a baby's blank. I swear to God, the idea of like 
when you drink one, it looks like you're playing like a flugelhorn of beer. Right. So like, it just doesn't make any sense. Of course you have to pour it out. It's too long. It's too long. <laughs> and then it doesn't, it doesn't even fit in my glass. I can't, I can't put the whole thing in my glass. I got leftovers. <laughs> hey, you want this? It's no good. Hey, uh, is there is there anyone around here who would like 0.9 ounces of a beverage? <laughs> can I, I interest anyone? Yeah, they actually sell a 16 ounce can and then the, like a little mini, a little mini like medicine cup. They give it to you. It's like, here you go. You can give this out. Oh, the old main, the old lunch shooter. I don't uh, like All right. I got, I got two from the Philly area. My buddy has brought me beers from Levante and Tired Hands. Tired Hands, yeah. And both were great. Both were, were fantastic. I feel like those are two people that are in Eagles training camp. <laughs> <laughs> Both wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Both wide receivers. All right. So now, anybody else that you want to throw out there before we get to our, our draft? One more, and you'll find it in beer stores in Massachusetts now, is Great Notion from Oregon. My favorite can art. All cartoon character can art. Ooh. It's amazing can art. Fantastic beers. Woody, right. I, had, I had a super ripe from them this weekend. Oh, yep. Rich IPA, smooth, like water slide smooth, wow. 9%. Ju- absolute like we're talking fat man little boy juice bomb outstanding great call nine percent though you're kind of you're tempting fate you'll get well, to you're it. the one who keeps saying that 12 ounces is bullshit and for <laughs> <laughs> well, i am pretty confident in that 12 ounces 17 ounces don't want either one 16 let's just go to imperial pints like can we all agree that a 20 ounce is the be- like so like go uh, soccer pub 20 ounce pints are the best yeah, because that's what Deering's been drinking this entire podcast. Yeah, it's a half liter mug. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever been to a bar where they're like, "Do you want the tall or the short?" You're like, "I'll have the short." No, no. You always ask wherever the most. They grab you, you right by the call, and they're like, "Then get out of here, loser." <laughs> yeah, you're not worth it. All you're right. the guy who's getting the yard at Yard House and standing on the table to drink it. Correct. That is a hundred percent correct. I can picture you doing that. So okay, here's okay. The, here's the deal. We are going to do a four pack draft because again, four packs of sixteen ounces is the way to go, the only way to go. So that is what we're going to draft, and then we will put it to the people, and they can vote on who had the best draft. But here's how it's going to shake out. Uh, you can't obviously repeat beers because that would be the defeat of the whole purpose of a draft. Just ask our friend Jason Rossi. Inside joke, he didn't understand drafts. So uh, you, as a person, cannot draft two beers from the same brewery but we can all have beers from the same brewery so that that part of it's fine it'll be a classic snake style draft uh based on how well we have done this episode josh will go first fitzy will go second woody will go third and then i'll go fourth and then that way if you're watching on the screen it's easy to keep track we'll go bing 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 bing, bing like this so with the first pick in the 2021 four pack beer draft Josh Deering, you're on the clock. This pick is so wasted on me. <laughs> kind of why? Yeah, I, I can tell you, it's 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 wasted on me because everybody else is. I like. I feel like I'm going to have the one non-hazy list on this draft board where I'm going to go. I don't know. Fitzy's talking about stouts. Yeah, yeah he's talking he's, about he's cook- chilling. He's talking about, about Italian pilsners. Is and- I was going to take Allagash White just to fuck with Deering. No, I was going to pick Allagash White right off the bat because that is the best one. Oh, so you can, all, right. Oh, all right. Yeah. I like it. Damn it. You know what? Cole, I'm going to go what? all classic here. So Cole Beasley uh, might be crazy, still an effective receiver, probably would be available in the seventh round in your fantasy draft. Just saying. <laughs> 
Are you advocating we select Cole Beasley? Hey, do you, uh, why don't you want? Why are you afraid of getting sick, Rich? Don't you want to live as an American? True. Let me live my life. He knows my life. For live my life. <laughs> All right, Fitzy, uh, you are now on the clock. Oh, this got easy. Um, uh, with my first pick in the 2021 hashtag Dork Podcast beer draft, I am going Susan by Hill Farmstead, which has recently been canned. So you can actually now get a can of Susan. Yeah. All right. What do you? Can Great pick. No arguments. <laughs> I have my top three favorite beers are all Treehouse beers. I'm going to take Juice Machine as my oh, favorite. They just uh, made a Juju Juice Machine and I've never had it. And uh, I'd love to, but Juice Machine. Juice machine. Also, I want a, a big poster of the Juice Machine uh, logo. Killer art. That might be my favorite can. That is a, that is a cool one. All right, I have back to back picks here, and I am gonna not go too far off of those two breweries. I will go with Abner by Hill Farmstead with my mm. first pick. Abner, I've only I probably had I have had Susan. I probably had a handful, five six Hill Farmsteads. That was my favorite one that I had. And again, with Treehouse, you can go in a variety of ways. I would say almost beating it out would be Super Treat. It was right there for me. This one, it's not the rarest. Like, Woody was drinking a beer to start the pod, King Julius, which they don't have that often. I'm going to go with one that's more common, much more common than that. I'm going very green. Oh. Very green uh, is one of my favorite beers in the world. I thought you were going Super Treat. You pulled the... I love... Oh, you got the double. (laughs) You got the double. Is that... Yeah, double. All double. right, so double. back to me. Josh, how uh, snake draft works. This is my that first is draft ever. Classic snake draft. Uh, since there's talk of of uh, tilted barn, and I'm a little worried that someone else may want this, I'm going to take the chosen one from Tilted Barn. Oh. The other one's great. The chosen one's great. They have double dry hop version of it, but like. Uh, trillium sometimes the double dry hop stuff gets too hazy and you're trying too hard i'm just gonna go the original og the chosen one from tilted farm all right i love it uh let's see fitzy uh, if I were going to go Tilted Barn, I would say, like I said, Cactus earlier, which was off the charts good, or maybe even Mingo's, which might be my favorite uh, hazy IPA from Tilted Barn. Rich, I'm going to infuriate you again, which is something I used to do at least three days a week on the air. Correct. Uh, I'm going to actually introduce a 16.9 ounce bottle into the <laughs> equation of this four pack delight. Uh, all the way out to the West Coast, who thinks that they are the best coast, I am going to go with a freshly bottled Pliny the Elder. Nice. By Russian River Brewing. Uh, if I'm going to take a clean, lean, mean 8% of West Coast-style, Simcoe-centric, bitey, delicious, piney beer, it's going to be Pliny the Elder. After I'd heard about it for all these years, I was out working Super Bowl 50, I went to a bar, uh, I heard it was the cheapest pint in town, I got a pint of it fresh on a keg they had tapped that day for super bowl weekend for five bucks blew my mind have you had pliny the younger i haven't i've i have coveted it uh, that's literally like the la- like austin's the only city in america i haven't visited that's on my like great american cities list uh just like that's the beer that i'm chasing you trying to go to all the capitals nah fuck topeka <laughs> <laughs> how is pliny the younger I don't know. I've never had it. I was hoping you could tell me. It's available for one month a year. This is the first time they ever packaged it. So if you knew somebody, you could have got it sent to you. Ooh. 
Oh, I wish I knew somebody. Yeah. Thanks a lot, JD. I don't know anybody. <laughs> All right, JD, you now have back-to-back -back selections. Uh, just for fun, I'll go with a superior Russian River IPA, and that's a blind pig, which mm. Pliny the Elder gets all the, the headlines. Blind pig, <laughs> arguably the better beer. So I'm going with blind pig. Oh. Just, just because I'll do one IPA on this list, because that's all right. why not? You can't, I mean, uh, you might as well. Uh, the next one, uh, absolute classic of the style. Also, the best place I have ever drinking of the beer was at this brewery, and that is in the caves underneath Pilsner or Quell. An all-time classic beer, the Pilsner Arquell. The first beer that was considered a Pilsner, still the best of the style. So there you go. Throw that on the list. But where is that from? That's from uh, Pilsen, Czech Republic. Oh, Pil and the name uh, of the and the brewery is called Pilsner Arquell. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. So it's the beer that named after the city that invented a whole style. Pretty good. Pretty wow. good. Don't, don't I feel like an asshole after saying Pilsner Arquell <laughs> for 25 years? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fitzy, tough one to follow up, but here you go. Uh, always a tough one. Okay, I mean, if you don't drip, if you don't dip into the treehouse when you're putting together a dream four pack, then do you even craft beer, bro? I'm gonna go summer by treehouse. Summer, love it. So, and we've had this discussion before. Is that yes. your favorite beer from them? Yes, it is. Wow, it's wow. A sublime beer because it's not as heavy, it's not as hazy. I'm, uh, you know, I like the hazy ones yeah. more frequently than not. But it's got the right body, the right mix of sweet. It has the hops at the, give it a nice little peppery finish. Um, it just like hits that whole sort of like taste spectrum and mouthfeel for me. Um, and it's one that like has that high octane level that I could have multiple of in a season that is not congruous to me to have IPAs, which is summertime, hence what it's named after. I freaking love it. Spectacular beer. Yeah. So Josh, you already got at least one vote off the uh, the chat. Christopher in the chat says, damn it. beer genius. So no matter what, he's obviously going to vote for his pack. His, his pack. You muted yourself, JD. Good. I'm going th to th throw a bunch of bowling pin bottles at him. <laughs> Sorry, I was coughing there, uh, but I don't hands regular right there is uh, Chris. So okay, oh, oh, there we go. He brought in weird. This is fixed. I know. I, that's it. I call shenanigans and or bullshit. Uh, I'll tell you that wrong. Yeah, no summer. Uh, just a treehouse power ranking would be interesting too at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, vitamin C also makes an excellent beer. Also called summer. Very good. All right. Um, not uh, my not my selection. Just okay. to be clear. Yes, All I right. do. Um. I could pick about 20 different beers from Foam. They are all so good. I'm going to take Galaxy 500. It's my favorite of the Ooh. IPA beers from them. Uh, but look, there's a there's a ton of good Foam ones. Uh, green might be the best regular available all the time Treehouse beer. There I said. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm t I th the Green family, because you'll notice there's like a lot of – there's like the Green family, the Julius family, the Sap family. I do like a Hurricane. I'm a big hurricane fan, like super type. Perfect storm. Perfect storm. No, perfect storm. Ooh, that's good. Perfect storm. I love uh, double ganger. Mm. Off a of, uh, I love that one. Anyway, all right. I have two picks. I'm gonna go. All right, so these are my last two picks. Obviously, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with cutting tiles from Trillium. Mm. Oh. There's a lot of good ones from them. That's probably my favorite. It was definitely one of the first ones I was introduced to. And uh, so that one sticks out to me. And I'm going to go. I have a couple on my list here. 
but I'm going to go six seam for my hands. I'm going six seam. So I basically have all double IPAs, but I don't care. That is that. Is, <laughs> that is what my that is what my four pack nice. is. Oh, that looks cold too, Josh. Oh, I got a cooler right next to me, so I've. Yeah, he thought ahead. Look at this guy. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Wow, on I was going to go on brand, baby. Yeah. Always. All right, so that yeah, was my four pack. I'll recap it when we're done. Uh, so now let's go to Woody for his final pick. I was going to go with six seam until we found out Deering brought in a bunch of ringers and just <laughs> the comment section. So, you know, uh, Galaxy Four Seam also excellent. I'm going to go with an, an other half beer to close it out. Uh, you know, they got the regular beers, they got the double dry hop beers. They've also started doing this thing called, uh, what's it called? D HDHC, high density hop charge, which is like, all the hops, all of them. The <laughs> only reason I know it is I had a buddy who lived in Brooklyn who used to send me beers. And uh, they do the Freaky Friday thing at Trillium where they'll brew somebody else's beer. And they brewed this beer at Trillium. And I had it there. I assume it tastes pretty much the same. High-density hop charge, all citrus, everything. It's like a 10% IPA that drinks like a 6% IPA. And they are so easy drinking it's a it's amazing i don't know what kind of magic they're doing with that i don't understand oh, the science that one's called high density hop charge high density hop charge okay very cool all right add that uh fitzy well i could stick with a crafty choice for this i want to have one lager at the end i feel like i've kind of like bombed out my taste buds going with an eight percent west coast then i went for an eight percent kind of hazy east coast I factored in a Vermont Spectacular. I'm not going to go stout because that's too much. I'll never finish all four. I need something easier drinking. I want something New England. I'm going to go with my Desert Island beer. Rich, if you told me I could only drink one beer for the rest of my life, one beer from one proprietor, I'll take a Narragansett. Nice. A Narragansett. Sold on merit. Hey, neighbor, how about a Gansett? I talked to the beer advocate guys years ago on the radio, and I asked them, when you guys aren't drinking all these dubs and trips and the Duvels and the Tripels and the Belgians and the farmhouse and Saison, what do you guys drink when you're home? And both of them that were in studio with us said, oh, Narragansett. Really? We just want something affordable that tastes like beer. So That's exactly what Narragansett tastes like, beer. It does. And there uh, is it, it's, what's it called? Fresh Catch, the one with the lobster on it. Yeah. Yeah, that awesome. It is awesome. Like if you're having a cookout, obviously you're having like a clam bake. It's perfect. But if you're having just like a regular cookout or like a beach mm -hmm. day, that's yep. catch. Oof. Ah, that is awesome. Delish. Yeah. All right. Uh, to wrap it up, JD, what do you got? Let's let's keep going with super untrendy beers that every time I see it in the store, when it comes out a specific time each year, I am grabbing. And without fail, I always grab a 12 pack, if not more. Sierra Nevada Celebration. Ooh, oh, yeah. You're going Trump King there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get that, too. My wife loves those. So, I, but, I actually love it, too. But so, Celebration, it's called? Celebration, yeah. It's their right. winter IPA. Comes out early December, oh. late November. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. 6.9%, somewhere around there, and it is just lovely. Has that little, like, like it's like a reddish amber bottle. Yeah, with a little like cabin... Decorated cabin, cabin in the woods. Yeah, it looks like yeah. rich. It looks like on the bottle. It looks like the cabin that the Clydesdales pull into in the Budweiser Christmas ad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I like that. And every All time right. I see it, every Christmas time, you gotta get it. It's something I get every year without fail. 
All right. Very good. All right. So to recap our uh, our picks, my ultimate four pack would be Abner from Hill Farmstead, Barry Green from Treehouse, Cutting Tiles from Trillium, and Six Seam from Idle Hands. Uh, Woody, what is your four? I had Juice Machine from Treehouse, uh, Chosen One from Tilted Barn, Galaxy 500 from Foam, and then High Density Hop Charge, All Citra Everything from one outside New England and other half. Ah, uh, Woody, I think you won this draft, man. Yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. And now I'm drinking a beer for you, Fitzy. Oh, what's up? Oh, oh man, that boy. Another t-shirt shop from VSB is awesome. Yeah, might, might be their best, arguably might be their best beer. Rich, uh, I chose Summer from our good friends at Treehouse in Charlton. I chose Planet the Elder by Russian River Brewing in California. I chose a Susan by Hill Farmstead in Vermont. And then I went classic, have a Gansett neighbor, Narragansett down in Warwick, Rhode Island. Shout out to Troy Brown, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, they inched it out right over House Lager by Jack Savvy, but got to go. Oh, yeah. House Lager, nice. Another good one. Uh, JD? Uh, you know, the very popular choices I have here, commenters love this right now in the discussions. Uh, Allagash White, number one, Russian River Blind Pig, uh, Pilsner Urquell. And uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. All right. So I will uh, come up with in a day or so. We'll, we'll put this out on Twitter, and you guys can vote who had the best four-pack from the draft. Um, now, we sort of hit on summer beers um, uh, earlier in the show, but just beers right now, because it is going to be hot. It was hot as shit again today. And as much as I love the double IPA when I'm out there in under the sun, Fucking 95 degrees. It's not the ideal beer. So what are some of the beers you guys are drinking, you know, mowing the lawn, at the beach, at the pool, shit like that? Woody, I'll start with you. Uh, Goody Two Shoes Exhibit A. Delicious, Kolsch. Love that. And then there's two, uh, like, session IPAs that I love. Baby Genius from Bissell Brothers up in Maine and uh, Eureka Galaxy. Any of the Eureka family from Treehouse. Those are, like, 4% beers. Perfect. You can have it even when it's 100 degrees. Yep, I agree. JD? Uh, what I'm doing is I'm finding a nice pale lager, and I'm getting some lemon soda, and I'm mixing the, the two together and creating a Rattler. Oh, mm. homemade Rattler. Yeah, a little homemade Rattler. That's what you got to wow. do in the summertime. Get that lemon soda, wow. get some pale lager, whatever you want to do. Mix it together. It's perfect. Wow. wow. I like JD's it. favorite beer is a beer that he made in his garage. I love it. <laughs> Dude, do it with get a get against it, get some lemon soda, mix it together. It. You'll have yourself a day. Or, or you can go with my favorite summer beer in general, the Narragansett Dell Shandy. The Shandy, yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah, uh, there's no situation rich with the temperatures above 80 degrees, yeah. mowing the lawn, yard work, right. playing yard games at the beach where a Gansett Shandy doesn't do you right uh if also i would say go with a kolsch if you want to stick with a lager because you want it like extra cold nice and crisp um uh bent water brewing out of lynn their premium lager yeah, yeah. chef's kiss delish i love it i got yeah that's it i mean the fresh catch by narragansett I'm, I'm glad you brought that up that is one that i i circle for barbecues and for stuff like that Perfect. so that's good all right, anybody got anything else they want to mention about beers or breweries? Anything else you want to get off your chest? What about Bud Lights? Those are easy to drink, sort of. There's a time and a place for them. 
There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's called it's called getting your bratwurst ready for the grill. Yep. <laughs> well, let us know what you think at Dork Podcast on Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what breweries and beers did we miss? Which ones do you agree with? Which ones are you going to go out there and try? All that stuff. So uh, enjoy your, your beers. And by the way, August 15th at Idle Hands. Uh, is going to be the hashtag Dork Live show. So Davey will be there. The guys from Mac and Goo will be there. And uh, we'll rip the lid off. A 3 o'clock start. It's a Sunday. So uh, we're back. We're, we actually, it's funny because we had a live show planned April of 2020. And I honestly remember it, like, things were weird, obviously, in March. Mm-hmm. But one of the first, one of the, to put it lightly, and one of the first kind of, like, dates of like oh things will open up again like middle of april that's what they said back then and so we're like you know what i think our live show is gonna be like the first thing that's like allowed to happen (laughs) almost made it almost made it that was 14 months ago that was 14 months ago so uh just the wheels and there's nothing like a good old-fashioned live show at a brewery because everyone's just in it for the like everyone no one's gonna rat. Everyone's there to have a good time. I, like that's everyone wants the plane to land safely. And worst case scenario, you have some fun. You tape a podcast. Three pints later, maybe a giant Bavarian pretzel and a game of uh, oversized uh, Connect Four Yahtzee. We have a good Sunday, right? Keith gets funnier the more you drink. That's true. So true how many as you want and better looking. That's right. So <laughs> that's the formula for success. That's why we do it at a brewery. We're not gonna do it anywhere else. The whole idea. Uh, all right, Fitzy, do you want to uh, promote anything? Do you want to tell people to go see anything, do anything? Ah, you can just follow me on the socials at FitzyGFY. I'll be on uh, – I'm on Saturdays, I think, still on WEI. So there you go. <laughs> That's where you can find I don't know. I, yeah. At FitzyGFY for all your needs. Uh, JD? Yeah, come see me at the brewery. You like my list, hate my list. Sit down. Let's have a beer together. Hey, have you guys announced Oktoberfest yet? Or, uh, or uh, We can. We yeah. absolutely can, yeah. September right. 11th this year, Oktoberfest is coming back. It's a big 10-year anniversary for Idle Hands, too. So it's going to be it's a blast. A, it's going to be a big day. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's so fun. It was Stein hoisting, oh. very handsome MC. So you're going to want to go yeah. check out the uh, what? Oh wait, hold on. It's September 11th. Yes. yes, the day before the Patriots opener. Ooh, let's yeah. let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. I'll be yeah, there. Let's, I'll be there. Let's have a huge path. Let's have a huge patch. Let's let's invite Dolphins fans and turn that into just a Stein hoisting, yeah. just good old fashioned like kickoff brawl. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a riot. Woody, do you want to you want to promote anything? Uh, no, I'll be at the bar with JD. Uh, I'm going to North Carolina and swing by the Vale and maybe other breweries. If you have suggestions, I do. Let me know. Uh, Burial and New Anthem. Excellent. Burial is awesome. Yeah, they make some crazy beers, right? They're, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, ec- excellent, excellent beers. I just did a beer swap with somebody. Uh, by the way, I just did a beer swap with somebody. Most cliched phrase a man in his 40s can say these days. <laughs> I know. Do you guys <laughs> beer swap with only people you know or randos too? <laughs> no. Um, I'm, on a be- I'm on a website called Beer Roulette. You just. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's Beer Roulette? <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, I just want this all to end. That's why yeah. it's, it's late to the podcast. That's yeah, why. um, yeah, they're they're oh yeah. Uh, yeah Noda, Noda is really good too. Um, but 
Burial, uh, JD agrees. And new anthem, fantastic. All right. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for doing this. This was uh, a ton of fun and uh, looking forward to the feedback on all this. Uh, we'll be back next week with Davey and a hashtag dork episode about dork stuff. So uh, we will talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs>